0: Let's begin. Today we are heading to New Jersey to chat with Carrie Turansky. Carrie is an award winning author of more than 20 inspirational novels and novellas, with accolades including the ACFW Carol Award the International Digital Award, and the Holt Medallion. Her newest book, The Legacy of Longdale Manor, is coming up soon. So, welcome, Carrie, to the RV. Oh, hi, Lucia. I'm so happy to be with you. I'm more than happy, Carrie, to have you here today. What part of Oregon were you born in?
1: I was originally born in Oregon. And that's, Portland is my hometown there. So that's in the beautiful Willamette Valley near the Columbia River, right
0: next to Washington State also. Mm -hmm. And what do you like the most about this city?
1: Oh, Oregon is just so beautiful. I love the waterfalls and the forests, and you step outside and you can see the snow-capped mountains. It's a very lush and beautiful area.
0: I was seeing the pictures and it seemed, really beautiful and peaceful.
1: Yeah, it's very pretty. We're going to go visit there in a couple weeks. I'm excited to go back to my home state.
0: (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Do you still have family there? I do. I have some family, so we'll be visiting them there.
0: Great. And I'm very intrigued about your journey. I see that you spent an year in Kenya with your family. That's correct. Yes, we
1: did. We spent we uh, took all five of our children who were then ages eight to 15 with us. And we spent the year there working. My husband was teaching at a Bible college and my children attended a uh, missionary boarding school, although we lived right by the boarding school. So they lived at home. And before that, I had homeschooled them. So it was their one year when they attended a school with other friends their age. And I kind of had the year off. I did help some at the school a little bit and at the Bible college. But it was a wonderful time for our family. We got to explore the country and spend time with the people. And we really fell in love with it. It's a beautiful country with with uh, wonderful people. We have many happy memories of that year.
0: So you have no problems to get adapted to Kenya? Well,
1: it was different, but it was a fun and different kind of time just to learn so many new things. And we were staying with uh, on a large mission station. So there were many other uh, people there from many different countries. That was very interesting. Uh, And they were all there to help and serve. There was a large hospital and a radio station and a nurse's training school, as well as the boarding school for the children of missionaries from all over Africa who lived in rural areas. And they needed a schooling setting for their children. So the kids would come in and stay at the school while their parents were out working in in different countries. And then they would, of course, have time with family too. But it was a great experience. We really loved it. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Well, we we feel like we learned as much as we
0: gave, that's for sure. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's so nice. Carrie, you've written 22 novels. And I was browsing your website and I see that they are filled with family drama. They are inspirational and also romantic novels. So what draws you to this particular genre and time period, because I know you write about Edwardian era.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful. That's um, the early 1900s in England. And I got interested in that because of the Downton Abbey series that was so popular. And so a Christian publisher was looking for inspirational stories set in that same time period in England. And so I just happened to catch the wave of People who liked Downton Abbey, but they wanted maybe an inspirational twist to that. And so I started writing in that era. Mm -hmm. And it's far enough back in history that it seems a little bit unique to people that want to learn about history and enjoy historical stories. But it's close enough that there were cars and trains and things that make it relatable. So uh, it's a great period. And there's a lot of interesting things in the culture and the customs that I enjoy looking into and and writing about. So that's been a fun era for me to to research and find the stories that uh I want to share with people.
0: Yes, and it's a lot of research Carrie. I'm sure it's it's not easy and also to be able to portray the the clothes, those dresses were <laughs> just magnificent. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the clothing is fun. I like to work on Pinterest a little bit and I save images of all the clothing. And sometimes I go there and look and see what would my heroine want to wear for this event or whatever. That's kind of a fun little break from the writing
0: sometimes. You know, I'm curious about romance in those times and romance now. What are your thoughts on the way romance Is portrayed and expressed today compared to how it was in the past? Oh, that's such an interesting question. Well, I think
1: with my stories, when I'm writing, I'm always, uh, we homeschooled. So I want to keep my stories uh, sweet and clean and heartwarming enough that a teenager could enjoy them as well as I have many readers who are like in their 80s and 90s too. So I have a broad range of ages for readers but I want to keep it sweet and clean and inspiring so that's kind of why I like historical because it's a little bit easier to write but now I have this contemporary story too that's you know a dual time where you have two different plots and so I wanted to weave it in but just because of my own beliefs I like to keep it the bedroom door is always closed and it's very sweet and it's always inspiring and clean and I like to see the emotional growth of the couple and the things they appreciate about each other's character and what would really draw them together to make the romance meaningful, as well as, uh, you know, romantic, too.
0: Yeah. And Carrie, let's talk about your new novel, The Legacy of Longdale Manor. In your book, I see that the readers are transported to both contemporary and Edwardian England. So what aspects of Edwardian society, fashion, and culture did you find more captivating to include in a novel? I believe are the clothes, as you you were telling us before. But what drives you the most about this period?
1: Well, you know, I always like to look back in history when I'm doing my research, and I want to find people who were living out their faith actually in that time period and how did they live it out and so in Legacy of Longdale Manor uh, my heroine has suffered a, a family betrayal and she and her mother and sister traveled to the Lake District in England to try to reunite with her grandfather to find a home at Longdale Manor and in that area there was a conference that was called the Keswick Convention. And this was a gathering for Christians from all over England that has been going on for many years. And it was very inspiring. Hundreds and thousands of people would come together each summer to hear the different speakers. And a lot of people who would become missionaries, that kind of thing, came to this conference. And I thought, well, that's so interesting. I wonder if my my heroine is really... Um, going through a difficult time, trying to recover from this betrayal in her family. And she's trying to understand more about forgiveness. And so she actually attends this convention, this Keswick convention, and some of that things that she learns there have an impact on her. So I always like to look back in history and find, you know, how, how would my characters learn the lessons they need to learn? How would they overcome the heartache or the trouble or whatever they're going through? So I like to weave that in. So I look in each time period when I'm there and try to find those people and those situations and ways that my characters would be able to grow and overcome and work through the issues that they're facing.
0: And how do you create your characters? Are you inspired by real people? (laughs) Oh, usually I. It's not real
1: people. Maybe I take little bits of pieces of people, but a lot of times I will start by looking on Pinterest and finding an image of a person. And then I go through a kind of a character worksheet and I fill those things out and I think about What this character has gone through in their background, what issues they're facing, you know, what are their strengths and weaknesses, that kind of thing. So I try to go past just how they look physically to who they really are inside. And then that kind of helps me chart out what will happen in the story and how they will learn and grow.
0: Mm -hmm. Sick of being upsold at gyms? and for example when you are writing a book do you usually ask for your uh, husband to read it because i know he's also a writer <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: he is he writes non-fiction he writes parenting books that's his main um focus that he's very active In fact, today he's down in um nashville tennessee at a very big conference called kid men where they Help train all kinds of leaders in churches and organizations to help with family and children's ministries. So that's kind of his focus. But he does read my books after they're done. But mainly at dinner we talk about it sometimes when I'm stuck. And I'll say, I don't know what to do at this point. And I have to figure out what to do next. So he's very patient, and mainly listens. And sometimes just talking about it will really help me work through what I, I don't know why that happens, but just the talking it out. Um, I can find the next step that I need to take to work through the story issues and move forward.
0: Mm -hmm. And what do you hope, Carrie, your readers take away from the legacy of Longdale Manor?
1: Oh, well, I hope that, of course, they'll be entertained and have a break from life and really enjoy the story and be captivated by England and the beauty there in the Lake District is such a lovely area. I was able to travel there a few years ago and just thought, oh, this is such a beautiful area. I have to set a story here. But also, I hope that as they read the what the characters are going through, that they will think about their own lives, because both characters have father issues. They've, the historical Um, character. Of course, there's a betrayal in her family, and she must work through that and the issues of forgiveness. And then in the contemporary story, Gwen, the art historian who goes to Longdale Manor to evaluate antiques and paintings there for auction, she has never met her father. And while she's in the Lake District, she finds an old painting that shows that her parents were married in that area and they divorced before she was even born but she's going to go searching for her father. So I hope it will just remind people of the importance of the father-daughter relationship and maybe any areas of forgiveness that they might still be thinking about, that they would see some of the ways the characters um, work through those issues and find you know, real healing in uh, in their relationships, in their family, especially with their fathers. Yeah,
0: that's a beautiful sentiment family plays a huge role in historical. Yeah. 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 It's very important. Yeah. And Carrie, before we leave, I would like to know if you want to leave a message for our listeners today.
1: Oh, I would love to. I, I love to connect with reading friends and to uh, hear their thoughts about stories and books and what they're interested in. So I have a website that's my name, CarrieTuransky.com. And when you go there, I have uh, on my homepage, you can scroll down and I have a free short story for readers that they can just sign up for my email newsletter, and they'll have the link to that. And of course, you can see my other books. And I have some photos there of my my research trips to England, some fun recipes from my books, because I like to include food. (laughs) And then I also have a blog that has the latest things going on. And and so I welcome people to stop by. And I'm also on social media. I'm probably most often on Facebook or Instagram. You'll find me there. And I have uh, on Facebook, I have a special group for my readers. They're called Carrie's Reading Friends. And that's where I first put out the word to invite people to my launch team, Or to hear the the news about the the next title and when things are going to release. So, I invite friends to come and and meet me there too at Carrie's Reading Friends
0: on Facebook. Sounds fantastic. Actually, I'm going to start. (laughs) Great. (laughs) And for our listeners, please check out Carrie's website. I will be putting the link in the episode. And also, Carrie will be featured in our magazine in October. It's the Relatable Voice magazine, and you can download at www.relatable-media.com. And Carrie, thank you so much for sharing your insights and stories with us today. We can't wait to dive into the legacy of Longdale Manor. And... Of course, having you back, you have a new project coming soon. And the RV is always here to give you a ride. (laughs) Thank you, Lucia. This was really fun. I enjoyed talking to you today. Thank you. Me too. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening and remember, relationships don't exist, relating does. Until next time.